Hello everyone, I'm Latara and welcome to Spiritually Woke, a place where we want to connect with others and empower you to be your best self. Yes, welcome, welcome. We are here to share our stories and validate yours. By the way, my name's Anna. We are so excited that you're here with us and are you ready to be spiritually woke? Let's get woke. Hello, spiritually woke people. Hello, hello, hello. What is up? Today, we're going to continue our healing episode. Yep, that's a big one. (laughs) It could be like a whole season on healing for real. I'm still there. I am. We're all still there. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you're way better at healing than I am. Everyone is on their own path. At I their know, own but time. I feel like you're further along than I am. And yeah. I'm sure some listeners are going to agree too. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure some people, you know, have actually accepted it, uh, that things in their life have gone wrong. It took me a long time. Still taking me a long time. <laughs> and I hope I'm not alone here. <laughs> I hope people relate to that. Yeah. I'm sure people are going to, I like, how could people not relate to like things happening in their life and then realizing like, whoa, that was not, that wasn't good. Yeah. I think if you're like me, you're going to try to avoid it as much as you can. You, you like to take things more head on. I like to take my turtle time to get to where <laughs> okay, I need Ramona. to. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> But I also think, like, because you're a boomer, the mentality of a lot of listeners, like, family, spouses, brothers, sisters, whoever. Well, I don't think, I think, no, like, you were never validated when you felt like um, things weren't going your way. Yeah, there was, was never a right never, to the wrong. Never. It was just like, that's not wrong, because you I said felt so. felt that, so... Okay, so what are you going to do with that? Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's like you weren't allowed to have feelings, almost. Well, you weren't. (laughs) That's so (laughs) weird to me. I don't think, I don't, but I don't think I realized that for so long. How could you? Like, I remember um, going back to being probably 10 and they had back then, I don't know if they do this now, but we had split classes, grade four and five. And I was in grade four. So, um, and I really liked this teacher. I liked her so much. I don't remember her name. (laughs) But anyways, trauma. So we we got <laughs> we we got switched over. But remember, I was only two years here in Canada now, so my English wasn't English? very good. Yeah. So and I really liked her. She explained things where I understood it. And then I got changed over to this other teacher, and I went home and I cried. And I remember telling my mom, and my mom said, "Oh, don't be stupid. Why are you crying about that? Well, you're not going to be in that." person's classroom like but I was devastated I was devastated I remember I went upstairs and I started crying by myself because I was like my parents didn't understand which they they understood the language barrier because they couldn't speak English but my mom I would have thought they would have been more sympathetic because we were from Portugal we only been we've only we only had been here for two years and my mom had no empathy towards that at all and I, I think that changed my mindset yeah. going forward with schooling, right? Because mm-hmm. it was a hard, 
at that age, it's not the easiest well, thing to do. Well, it wasn't do. like there was like any accommodations Never, or like, no. oh, let's worry about, you know, ESL learners no. and how we're going to, you know. So, I think yeah. I started off with Mr. Muggs, the book. Yeah. And I think that was in grade three. Yeah. That's just so sad to me because like, how did you even, how did you, how were you such a good mom? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was the greatest mom when I first had Christopher because I was 20 and I was young. But I think the mistakes that I realized, uh, and I was at 20 years old, no lie, I was selfish. I still wanted to be a kid. I still wanted to do things that I never could because remember, living with the European parents, you don't have freedom. So marriage is your only way out unless you independently run away and live somewhere else right here provide yourself <laughs> with with the place so i was i was selfish and i had auntie maria which was my oldest sister and she helped me a lot she took care of uh, christopher a lot but i remember also because i had to work so i was selfish but at the same time yeah, but i had you responsibilities had patience. you had patience you weren't angry like you let your kids feel stuff and you had empathy towards them I did. That's one thing I always had was empathy towards my my children. But I I think I, when I had when I had Zach and Brianna, I was a better of I was course. at a better place of course. and I was more uh, empathetic towards them and I understood them. But we but, all that that's exactly what happens. Like we all grow. Like yeah. I had my I started having my kids at twenty five, and I'm thirty three now. And just in that span of time, I feel like I've become such a better mom. Of course, of course. So we all learn from our mistakes. And I think that is the biggest part of healing is just actually accepting, okay, these are some mistakes. You know, you can't just say, well, my mom was like this. My dad was like this. So whatever. I know. And I think sometimes we like, cause I think I did handle some situations probably like my parents. And I think, I think somewhere along the line, I realized that that wasn't the right way. Yeah. giving them I was always very loving with them like even Christopher um I didn't I think I lost patience as they got older because well who could have patience with um I know but <laughs> when you're but I think that's the difference is when you're younger like kids are relying on you to be able to give them the the tools going forward so they have no control you're the one that controls it so how can you not give your kids the right tools when they're younger because some like I didn't know I know right but like you, I didn't know I was like why am I like I was always like angry that would your, be my go-to though was so like I don't know like I was all I was loving I and affectionate how much your mom like fucked you up like, I don't you think didn't I have did the greatest dad either so there was you never really had that balance between your mom and your dad and it sucks to be you <laughs> Uh, honestly, <laughs> it really does. It did suck to be you, but it doesn't matter. At this point, you've had the right people in your life. You've yeah. made the changes and you've broke, you broke that cycle. And it was of, shit. Yeah. It was shit to like accept it and be like, okay, you know what? Like this is the cards that I was dealt. What do I do now? Yeah, Therapy, meditation. It, grew, it made you grow so much. Though. Oh yeah. Like just it, in the last few years, the oh, most. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
like the most, you become th such an amazing inspiration. And I, and I know you're going to be an inspiration for other women too. Oh my gosh, stop. You are because it's, it's, you don't see it. I see it because I've been around you, but I'm seeing such a different like spirituality when yeah. it comes within you and the light that you have. And may, and sometimes we don't see the light in us. It takes other people mm -hmm. to see the light, but you have such a light and you're going to go with it and you're going to help so many other people. Well, that's why I got so like attached to you, I think, because I've seen that from you from like the second I met you, maybe not the second because who well, knows, No, <laughs> but I'm just saying like I was probably when I was older, say like when I was in like college, I think is when I really started Coming. I think you started seeing a different side of me because I think, I think when you were around at that time too, like I was busy with the kids and I didn't really have the time that I do have now. Like I might have No, when your kids were in like grade seven and eight, I used to come over all the time. I'd help them with homework and I stuff. I know, but we weren't like, I don't think we were, you were, you were actually at that time in connection with them. Even yeah. though we did always have like no, but every time I talked to you, it was like, oh my gosh, this girl knows so much, and like she's so easy to talk to. Well, because I'm not judgmental, and I I take yeah. everybody's experiences, and you they, listen, I listen, and you everybody has a story, yeah. and who the fuck am I to judge you for whatever you've gone through? You're not Judge Judy. No, I ain't no Judge. But Judy. you got a nice booty. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> It's getting so nice. I know. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. So we're on this um, losing weight loss right now. Yeah. A weight loss journey. Yes. Yeah. Because we thick bitches. Because we ate too much through this COVID trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it was Balderson cheese. So I love. If you're out there listening, we love you. Yes. And you know what? Never feel like you're alone. Never feel no. like you don't deserve... You know, I'm going to actually quote something from Yellowstone. There's this young kid. I love the show Yellowstone, by the way. I'm trying to get her, Latara, to get on board, but she says she had no time. But it's this younger boy that comes in, gets attached to, I forget her name. I think it's not Casey, the, the, the daughter. Anyways, long story short, he comes to the farm. He's going to be a helper. And Rip, I love Rip. Rip. Oh, oh my, my God. God, he's such a man. Rip so, me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he comes. This kid's coming to the uh, farm. He's gonna work for them, and then he um, he is accepted to take the. He's gonna have a job there. And Rip says to him, "I'm gonna show you an easy way to do this, which is clean manure, shovel." And Rip Chilling says to him, shit. "You don't deserve this." And I thought when he was saying that, like, I'm thinking, what an asshole. Like, why is he saying that? Like, you don't deserve this. But then Kevin Costner yeah. is there the next morning. I love him. Zaddy. And he says, he says to the kid, you know, you don't deserve that. That's what Rip meant to say. Like he, the, how he had shitty parents. Yeah. And him doing what he's doing. Oh, he yeah. was saying to him, you don't deserve this. Meaning that. What he's doing, he deserves better. But does anyone actually deserve to be treated not right? No. Exactly. But that's what they were saying. They weren't saying, like, you deserve this shit job. They were mm -hmm. saying, what happened to you mm -hmm. wasn't fair. You don't deserve this. And if you haven't listened to Oprah's book, What Happened to You, please go because it's so mind-opening. Like, every that's it helped me to accept 
a lot of things of what has happened to me because every single person that you encounter has their own story. And that's why they're the way that they are. Like it could have been trauma. It could have been a choice. It could have been that they were bullied, that they weren't allowed to make their own decisions or that they were told to act a certain way. So something happened to them Uh along their life that Uh made them be like this. So it's like when you understand that, it does make it a bit easier. That's funny you're saying that because I think like just doing this has made me at times, because other times I try to block certain things, you know, I'm a little bit slower than you. Well, it's also called like you don't have the memories. Like she'll tell me, yeah, and I don't have the Mm -hmm. memories. And I think a lot of people... Because she'll say, like, well, don't you remember this? And yet, yet, I'm like, I can't. I don't, I know I did have trauma in my, when I was a teenager, but I, I I know it was, but I don't remember. So I can't, to me, was it trauma? Because I don't remember. It was like your brain just saying, okay, you know what? Like, we don't need to remember this. No, I know. Because I can remember so many times of me, like, you know, getting so upset and like things that my dad said to me, things that my mom said to me, but it's like, but then sometimes I can't even remember like good times and happy times. And I'm like, why? Like, why do I just have these little split second memories? And then Mm -hmm. that's it. I think you do have good memories. I think more with your grandparents. Oh yeah. Right. But that's like what I mean. Like something happened during those times with my mom, my dad, my stepdad, whoever, where my brain was just like, no, we're yeah. good. Yeah. Let's forget this. It was I was like Dory. Well, I think too they they didn't make you feel loved or welcomed. No. Right? Like they actually made you feel like you didn't Like I belong. wasn't part of the family. My like, mom had my sister when I was fifteen. Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone has ever dealt with having like a sibling that's fifteen or y- years younger than them, but like, I, I would have been fine with it if I was kind of more integrated into the actual family because it was with my stepdad. Yeah. I don't think... And that's the thing, I think, with your mom is she didn't try... And Debbie, if you're hearing, don't kill me. <laughs> but I don't think your mother actually realized how left out you actually felt. No, no I told her that. I you said, did? like, I feel like... I am on the outside looking in at a family that I'm not part of. And she's like, are you kidding me? You're jealous of a baby. Well, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So none of my feelings were ever validated. It was almost just like, it was the boomer mentality. Oh, come on. Also. Not really, because I mean, I I went through stuff with Christopher too. And, you know, Christopher would say, I don't feel like, I know like, uh, you know, Mike and I got together. Christopher was almost four. Me, we were in the, like and, almost the same. <clears> and <throat> I know Mike tried, but Christopher did have his walls up, mm-hmm. right? Really high. And it was really hard. There was times it was hard for me and I'm his mom. I can't imagine. And, you know, somebody else that's not his biological father. Mm-hmm. And I know from seeing, you know, Mike trying and trying and trying. It was just, it was it's hard when a child doesn't want to let you in either. Yeah. Right? Well, so, I didn't let my stepdad in. But I, I was think, also I five. I think you didn't do that because I think you wanted to... I don't think they tried hard enough. And I think no. that was just your way of uh, like getting back at your mom. What's too. funny is I literally got to tell him that the other day. Because he's like, you were always... 
you were always hard. Even when you were five, you, we walked to the store because your dad, my dad was like on a, a tear, like mm-hmm. freaking out on my mom after yeah. dropping me off one day, probably drunk. And yeah, but the thing with Paul is, was he, did he He was take 21 you? years old. He yeah, was 21. Did he take you and still talk shit about your dad? Oh, I don't know. Not, not at this point. Like he okay. was fresh. So I looked at him and I said, my dad says you're an asshole. And he's like, I'll never forget that. And I'm like, I was five. Yeah. I'm like, Lily is five right now. And I said, I could literally get, I I could tell anyone what to do to get her to like them. She's five. She's so easily like, oh, do you want to go get some freaking McDonald's and go get an LOL doll? Yeah. Like. (laughs) Well, I mean, I do have to say like you were, you, I don't recall you being like hard to deal with. I just, I remember you being very strong. I was always told like you were so hard. You were so hard to deal with. Well, you were were, like, you were really bad. You were always very, very, um, I think advanced and you always had, and you still have that today. You have, she has one idea. And by the time you know it, (laughs) three hours later, she's got 20. No joke. So ADHD problems. (laughs) Yeah. And but, I've researched all of them. <laughs> but that, that's okay. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, you've always been like that. But I think as you get older, you're going to learn how to. That's a good thing because if yeah. you try five things and you got 10 ideas yeah. and five work, then right? you're still ahead, right? So it's just finishing all those ones that you do want to create and start. Yeah. That's where I think uh, your ADHD comes in. And you need See, this little, is why I'm, I'm faster. I'm faster healed than you. Yes, <laughs> because I've looked up like a thousand different ways. <laughs> yeah. I've wrote things. And, uh, ooh, there's a class here. I'm gonna go take it. Like, like how many people <laughs> in our audience actually ask themselves, like, when am I gonna get healed? Yeah, like, I've asked you that. I've asked myself that. Mm-hmm. How, like, I'm sick and tired of not feeling anything. And I just want to be over this. And because then we you were listening. Meditation. My subconscious mind has mm-hmm. been locked. Locked. Yeah. The vault. The vault has been locked. And the, it's not only got one missing. vault, it's got like five. Yeah. Seriously. So I think that works. Meditation is a great way of doing. Yeah. And just thinking where you feel like you're blocked and breathing into that area when you're doing your breathing. When I actually do meditation now, I do have chronic pain. So when I do meditation, um, sometimes if I'm feeling pain in a certain place, if I actually breathe into that and like just focus on clearing, like I'm clearing that with my breath, Mm -hmm. I'm blowing away that energy, that whatever is stuck there. Mm-hmm. It actually, like, I actually sometimes can feel relief. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually go to bed now that without taking a pill. That hasn't happened to me yet. Not you go. have trouble, like, fo- I had tr- so much trouble focusing for meditation. Like, my ADHD brain, I was, like, thinking so many things. Like, how can I do this? How can I do that? How can I do this? <laughs> like, what yeah. am I going to do tomorrow? Oh my gosh, I have to remember this thing for tomorrow. But now I actually am able to mostly just focus on my breathing and what helped me in doing that is actually sometimes just repeat so start off with guided meditations Mm -hmm. and actually just try to repeat in your head what they're saying to you yeah and don't feel weird because you can't because yeah a lot of people it takes a while 
Yeah, it took me a while. I remember the first time was I went to a James Ray and he was telling us to meditate and I'm terrible at visualization. Like, I'm not going to lie. You're, you're like 200% there. I'm like, he's telling me to visualize a tree and a beach and I'm, I could probably feel more than I actually could see when it comes to visualization. I can't, I have such a hard time, but that, I think that's because I have like still trauma going on there. That it's I need to work through. Because your third eye is still blocked, honey. <laughs> and don't, again, don't feel alone because it's not abnormal because I've often thought, what the fuck is wrong with you, girl? Like, no, that, see? But that's, but no. That's where you got to retrain your brain. Where that's, I think in the natural world, I think that you think that, I know there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with me, but I want to get there today not tomorrow or the next day i have those same a lot of people just want to be able to get there and i'm one of those people that i it just takes me a lot longer than because you are a control freak and you're like if i'm doing something it better be happening right now well you know i like things to get done like now yeah i know we all know but that makes me feel better and i'm sure i'm not alone i'm sure people like i think cleaning is like a meditation for you huh cleaning is like a meditation for you (sighs) Because you're cleansing your space. I think there's a thing called Higgy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys know about it. If you do, let us know. (laughs) And if you want to talk about it on the podcast, let us know because we want to know about it. But it's like your home is an extension of you. Mm -hmm. So if your home is nice and clean and cleansed, then like that's how you feel. And I think for you not having control in your childhood and growing up, this is like how you do that. Probably. I probably don't even know, realize that, but that's probably... No, I've told you so many times, and you're like, I'm not a control freak. And I'm like, mm, I beg to differ. I Well, I'm not good at paperwork. I hate organizing paperwork. Just saying. <laughs> Everything else, I could, I'm okay with that. I love <laughs> eliminating junk. It's like junk. one thing. Like, who wants to organize paperwork, though? Okay, my ex did. Okay, like, well, yeah, was good that, that explains it. Yeah, so I didn't have to do that. Now I have to fucking do that. So what else can you say about healing? What things have you done? I think um, being more present, be more aware Mm -hmm. of like now instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, past and future Mm -hmm. is that is. Oh my gosh. Who did you learn that from? Oh my God. I didn't know. Who told you that like (laughs) last week? That's so weird. No, but I think that's, that's. (laughs) It's true though, because a lot of time, and I don't, I think what I've realized is that when you're thinking so much into the past and to the future, you're not enjoying the now. Well, and that's what makes you forget Mm -hmm. the present Mm -hmm. and what you want to remember is the present. Mm -hmm. So that's how we create. And I think that comes from me being my, in my childhood. And I think that's why I don't remember a lot because I was always kind of taught about tomorrow, tomorrow. What are you going to do about your future? But think about it, even with trauma or no trauma, most of us, when we're teenagers, our parents, not that my parents really stressed us out about education, but Everybody is saying, what are you going to, you know, if you what go are you to do job, with your life? what are you going to do? What do you want to be when you're what older? Do you see yourself in five years. Yeah. Everybody is, does actually focus on your future. Yep. So I think you don't realize it. That's such now, a good point. It's true though. I know. It's so and, good. And you know, people tell you 
stay in the present, live in the present, but realistically, our society is all no, about the future. We don't. Right? I worked with a student the other day, and she was in a photography program. And I was like, oh, do you know what this is? And she was like, no, I don't even want to be in photography. I, I'm like, oh, how come you took it? And she was like, my dad. Yeah. And I was like, parents, please stop telling your kids what to do. Yeah. Because if it's not their passion or if they don't like it, you're wasting your money and they're wasting their time and energy. I know. And I think if you don't realize that soon enough, which I don't think a lot of us realize Look at it. Brianna going into business I for, know. to appease Mike. I know. But I mean, you your know, ex. It, yeah. <laughs> but with that, like I did tell her, try it. But I, I told I, her, don't even do it. You'll hate no. it. I, and I, she but, said, I, my dad just wants me to do it. And I was like, Brianna, like, that's not for you, man. I don't know what made her think that because she's never been She just wanted math. to like make him proud. Him. Yeah. She was like, my dad wants this. So I'm going to do this. And that happens probably every single day. Yeah. And that breaks my heart because I'm like, wow. There's but that's a such a good people. point because I literally want to say to my kids now, like, don't worry about what you're going to do in five years. Don't worry about your career. Just worry about I what you're doing today. I think the most important thing is focus on your schooling. Force, focus on what you need to do to go forward. If you're going to go to college, if you're going to go to university. If you're going to get a job. Yeah. Go into everything trade. else should. I mean, once you have that, I think everything will just follow. If you just follow what you like to do. Yeah. Passion. If, passion. Even if you want to drop out of high school because you're a great artist. Yeah. Well, follow it. But you'd get, you know, if you actually learned a little bit more about art. Yeah. Like, I think you still could go to university and still learn about that. Like, but still like but Steve I think, Jobs, I don't know. I think Steve I, Jobs, Bill Gates, weren't they not like high school dropouts or college that's dropouts? That's what I'm saying. So they just followed what they wanted to do. Yeah. And that's. That's, and that's, that's the just key. it. You, the key to success. I know. It's is. finding out who you, who you are and what you love. It's learning what makes you tick. Yep. Like our, your heart goes, beats every single minute. Peter patter, let's get in. So or... it's what makes you, makes your heart even flutter even more. Mm-hmm. That you actually feel uh, goosebumps through your whole system. When you know, like when it's real, when something is so good for you, you literally get shivers throughout your whole body yeah. and it tells you like you're, it's funny because our body does give us those signs, but yeah. sometimes we take it and sometimes we ignore it. So I think when it's something that powerful that you can feel with all your spirit, you need to just do it. You need to just do it like just Nike. Do it. Do okay, it, do so. it, do it. Wish I had somebody to tell me this shit when I was younger. <laughs> We are going to do Let's our do that goddess favorite part. guidance card. Who needs this guidance today? The day. So Goddess Guidance Card of the Day. This card will reawaken the beauty, spirit, and power that already exists within you. If this message resonates with you, claim it, Queen. Let's Somebody see. that is listening. If this resonates this. with you, you know. You You're in the right place. Just run with okay. what it, it is. Oh, it's transformation. <gasps> Butterfly maiden. You are experiencing enormous change wow. right now. And guess what? This will bring you great blessings. 
great right? blessings. I love blessings. As you go through a period of change, it's natural for you to wonder, is your future safe? Never. I'm here to assure you. We, Latara and Anna, are here to assure you that you are part of a bigger plan. Okay? Wow. Life is in circles, cycles, birth, yeah. death, and rebirth. That's and right. to bring in your desired newness, to bring mm-hmm. in what you want to be, you must allow all the old parts of your life to fall away. Like, this is exactly what we've been talking about. This is so <laughs> wild. And the, all the changes that you're making, you should celebrate them. Yes. And not be scared. Because that's another thing that's a huge part of it is, like, I used to get super scared doing a meditation where I'd get deep into it. And I was like, oh, God, I can't, I, I can't I know, do it I know. I can't anymore. believe you would get scared. I'm like, go with it. I used to get it. scared all the time. And you give thanks. Like, be grateful. That's a huge thing. Be grateful. Gratefulness, the blessings. Like, if you just go along life to giving all that, only, yeah. only. And see, like, this is another huge chunk of healing is embracing, like, the lessons mm-hmm. that all of the things that you went through brought. And then let it go. The bad, the good. It yep. Just, it was all supposed to be meant to be. Don't be concerned about your endings. They're bringing in the new. Mm-hmm. Like with every door that closes, four more open. That's right. <clears throat> let go of the old. Don't worry about the changes. They're truly for the best. So mm-hmm. you got this. Okay. That's Let's right. Let's get woke together. Let's get woke. We're pretty woke. <laughs> We're pretty woke because we're pretty open. So if you want to yes. know what we're open about or you want to be on the podcast and talk and to us. And you guys, any questions you have, we let are us so know. willing to yeah. divulge our honesty yep. to you guys. Tell we us our be an experiences. Open we would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you heard something that you connected to today. And we want you to feel empowered after listening. So please let us know how we did by subscribing and writing a review. We'd love to hear your feedback, so don't be shy and leave us a review. Good or bad, we want it all. We want it all. And you can follow us on Instagram at spirituallywokepod or email us at spirituallywokepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Wake us up, wake yourself up, and love yourself. <laughs>